0: In today's show, we're looking ahead to the first few days of the last week of the NBA regular season to help your waiver wire for fantasy basketball, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. at RedRockBBall and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Congratulations if you're still here. Congratulations if you're still alive. This is the last week of the NBA regular season. There's no more from here. If your league is still going until this point, again, I do apologize. It should never go this far, but here we are. You're here. You're still watching. Let's talk about what we can do with the waiver wire to begin the week because let's look at the first four days of this week, we'll look at Yahoo points, ESPN points, category leagues, and which guys we're gonna add in which category. Remember, it's always super important to understand what days you've got open spots. Tuesday might be a tough one for you this week. Sunday's impossible because there's 15 games on, of course. Yeah, so Tuesday with 11 games, it might be tough to find that extra roster spot or to find that active roster spot. But have a look at how you match up against your opponent. What categories do you need to attack? Where is he definitely going to win? Where are you definitely going to win? What are the areas that are up for grabs? It might be lots of categories, it might be one category. And that's where you're gonna focus your attention. And lots of weird shit's gonna happen this week. Random players are gonna sit, like the Pistons, are going to, are they gonna sit all their blokes again? Probably. The Raptors is Siakam, Lowry, VanVleet. Are they playing again? Almost definitely not. There are going to be rests all over the shop for the rest of this week. So you're going to have to be nimble and making moves and rotations are going to change. And it's going to be really tough to try and deal with. But that's what we're trying to do here. That's what we'll do with the What to Watch For shows during the week and the daily recap shows as well and put all that together. And hopefully that's a recipe for you to win a fantasy basketball championship. Let's have a look now at some Yahoo Points Leagues. These again, we're looking from Monday through Thursday to begin the week. This may not suit you because it might not be. You, know, you might have that game on the uh, on the Tuesday where it's busy and the value of these guys decreases. But that is all very individual, and I can't you know, cater to everyone's individual taste there. Um, yeah, there are Spurs players like Paddy Mills and Rudy Gay who I could have included in lots of these categories. They have five games this week. The Spurs. I am very confident that they do not play all five games. I don't know when they sit. But the three games that the Spurs play between Monday and Thursday, you know, do we get three three Gay games? Do we get three Mills games? Almost definitely not. Three DeRozan games, three Murray games. Look, I'd be pretty doubtful about that. So I haven't included those guys like Mills and, and Gay who are available on the wire. I just think they're going to sit games. But if you know that they're playing, then they do become strong options. But let's talk about a guy that I think is going to play those games. And that is Lonnie Walker, who is a very, very solid scorer. And if DeRozan sits out, he'll be an even better scorer. He doesn't produce too much else. But in a Yahoo Points League, we know that scoring is the number one weighted category. So that's going to help you out there. And three games in the first four nights for Lonnie, I think that works pretty well. Indiana, Isha Brissette's numbers have fallen for sure. But they have three games to begin the week. He's going to be a starter, play 24 to 26 minutes most nights. I don't think that Miles Turner's coming back. We still don't have word on whether Malcolm Brogdon's going to be there. Ibrisette's going to have some pretty solid value. We look at his teammate, Doug McDermott. Again, the same story. You're not going to have um, Turner back in action. So McDermott's probably going to be able to start most of the way here. Jeremy Lamb also still banged up. But regardless, McDermott has an ability with the three games on it. There's only six teams that have the three games uh, to begin the week. So McDermott has an advantage there. And then we go back to Lonnie Walker's teammate, Drew Eubanks, who I do think will be the backup center for all three of those games. I don't think Gogi Jeng is going to cut too much into what he does. It can get a little bit rough here on the waiver wire at this point in the season. So you're going to have to be, be pretty nimble in adding guys. But I think Eubanks with the three games is, is a decent enough option to look at. We go to ESPN points. All these players, by the way, on ESPN are rostered in under 50% of leagues. So I don't know. I, I know that I highly recommend never playing on ESPN because the system is shit. The lack of care is uh, evident. And by the looks of the fact that guys like Jakob Pertl is rostered in under 50% of leagues, the people there don't know what they're doing. But Jakob Pertl is rostered in under 50% of leagues. So you add him. I, I don't know how this is difficult at all, but you add him. Jay Sean Tate is rostered in 31% of ESPN leagues. Excuse me? Um, Now, he only has two games in the first four days of this week. But I don't actually care. Like, he's back and playing. The Rockets are an absolute mess. He could sit one of those games. I've got no idea because nobody knows what's going to happen with the Rockets. But the fact that he is available in uh, in 69% of leagues Giggity. is pretty cool. But it's also pretty annoying to see a guy that good sitting on the wire that much. Fan of Pants, Kevin Herter, is available too. It looks like he might continue to start over Tony Snell. That's going to go back and forth. But he's too good to be left on the waiver wire, I think, for this beginning of the week, at least with three games on D'Anthony Melton with the three games for Memphis as well we talked about. And then Lonnie Walker and the Spurs with three games. They have ESPN Points League value to kick off the week. Guys, if you are the hiring person at your company, it's a a big job. We know. And it's a tough job. What you need, though, is help in making your shortlist of quality candidates. You need a hiring partner who helps make your life easier. You need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as 123. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Indeed makes connecting with and hiring the right talent fast and easy. And you can choose from all the 130 skills tests and then add your must-have requirements so you only pay for the applications that meet them. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com locked. Get a $75 credit at indeed.com locked. Indeed.com locked offered valid through June the 30th. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's move on to category leagues now. Um, Starting with players you can stream in for the points categories. We've spoken about a couple of these guys already. Lonnie Walker and Doug McDermott, although I've incorrectly written him as McEhermott. That's horrendous. Um, McDermott's teammate, Ed Sumner, started at point guard last game for Malcolm Brogdon. I wouldn't say he's the best player, but He's got value here as a scorer. Malik Monk in Charlotte. Now, he has deal- dealt with some ankle problems for sure. There is only two games, but in terms of blokes that can fill it up, there's not many more that can have that opportunity to go for 30 than Monk does. And uh, and Jordan Poole similarly. Played over 30 minutes in the last game for the Warriors, Poole. Only the two games to start the week off, but that's what he's going to do. We're not going to have Lee back. We're not going to have Ubre back. So Paul is going to have that chance, and whether he gets 30 minutes or not remains to be seen, but there is an opportunity there for him. For threes, some similar names, Lonnie Walker's there again. Look to Portland. They have three games in four nights. Anthony Simons, we know he can get hot. We know he's got a role, at least a 20-minute role. Now, he could be dreadful in that time, but he is an option with those three games on. Look at a couple of Bucks players with their three games, Bryn Forbes, Pat Connaughton, and I think in one of those three games, Yanni... Middleton, Holiday, Lopez, DiVincenzo, I don't think they're all playing all three games. So you're going to have opportunities for Connerton maybe to start and for Forbes to maybe start one of those three games. And out of the five games this week, the Bucks played, their role will be increased. So they have some value there. And then Jay Crowder, Sometimes may maybe good. Sometimes maybe shit. He's back for the Suns. They only have the two games, but that's fine because he can you know, drop in six threes in one game. He can also miss all six of his shots the next game. But he is an option to stream in for threes to begin the week. For rebounds. uh the Rock DJ is dealing with that toe issue. Again, had to leave Sunday's game early, so Tristan Thompson's going to get pretty solid, solid minutes, I would imagine here for the Celtics to begin things. Two games in good value. Drew Eubanks, we know the three games for the Spurs. Dwight Howard's an interesting one because the Sixers, um, they're going to be limiting Embiid I would think as much as possible. They play the Knicks and Rockets on a Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back. Do not be surprised if Embiid does not play against Houston and Embiid and uh, Dwight Howard starts that Wednesday game, which could lead to 14-15 rebounds very, very easily. Patty. Connaughton we spoke about already. And then Kavon Looney, who can be an eight rebound per game guy. Um, Yeah, maybe he gets 16 over the two games. There is value in him there as well. For assists, let's look at Ish Smith for Washington. He's going to have his 20 to 22 minute a night roll. He can get four to five assists. And in two games, there's enough value in that. While uh, Rajon Rondo... There's still going to be that mix between Jackson and Beverly and Rondo, but 20 minutes a night for Rondo, five to six assists per game is absolutely a possibility. They only have the two games for sure. Um, Those two games come against the Raptors and against the Hornets, so some pretty easy matchups. So there is some value in Rondo there if you are looking for assists. Melton needs three games we've talked about already, and then his teammate Tyus Jones and his three games has value. While Thomas Sadoransky has two games for the Bulls, and he can be an assist player even though he will likely remain off the bench. Four steals. Devin Vassell's moved out of the starting lineup, but that doesn't mean that he can't snag, yeah you know, five steals in three games. This is his best fantasy category at this point. He could also be bad because steals are quite a volatile category, but the three games and a track record of being a good steals player makes me interested. D'Anthony Melton's in the mix there. Alex Caruso with two games on. We don't know whether Schroeder and LeBron will be back, but Caruso's going to have a role regardless, so he's in, in, the, in the mix. Hal Neto's a pretty good steals option too, and then Jared Vanderbilt. Now, Vanderbilt's value gets really, really elevated, if Jaden McDaniels misses more, you know, more time. And I think there's a real chance McDaniels doesn't return this this year um, or this season, uh, dealing with uh, the death of a friend and had to attend a funeral. And there's absolutely no reason for them to push him back. So Vanderbilt could have a solid role here. So just watch that one and his ability to generate steals is usually pretty impressive. For blocks, Nick Claxton, uh, Drew Eubanks we've talked about, Gogo Badadze with three games, the dart. Problem with my Gogo Mobile. No, not the dart. Not a duck. He's a really, really solid option. for That could be six or seven blocks there. James Johnson with Ingram and Zion out. Um, he's going to get a pretty solid role. And then Naz Reed in Minnesota. If uh, if McDaniels remain sideline, Reed can play next to Towns and he can produce in those categories. For field goal percentage, Eubanks, Jackson Hayes in the Pelicans, Dougie McDermott, Robin Lopez as a really good field goal percentage player. And then Nick Claxton, although I worry a little bit about the minutes for Claxo. And then for free throws, Lou Williams, Jordan Poole, The Shart, Dwayne Bacon, Shake Milton, and Dario Saric can all be added to try and influence that category for you guys. That will do it for me today. Don't forget, follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Odyssey. On YouTube, hit the thumbs up. Drop your comments below. Hit the notification bell. Remember, this week is going to be bullshit. There's going to be so much weird stuff happening. You're going to be streaming in players like Kyrie Thomas. Yes, Kyrie Thomas, that's a real player. You're going to be looking at guys like uh, Damian Dotson probably in Cleveland. There's going to be weird names thrown up for big games all over the shop. Keep an eye on it. Make sure you know about Gabrielle Deck. I could barely recognize my own dick. Just an excuse for me to play the sound. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.